This is No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. Hello and welcome once again to No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. Today's topic is one that affects millions of people across the country, Social Security Disability Benefits. These are benefits available if you or someone you care about is living with a disability and cannot work. We'll be talking about who's eligible for those benefits, how to apply, and what to do if you're denied. Joining me today are two of the partners from Edgar Snyder & Associates. The firm's litigation manager is here, attorney Michael Rosenzweig, and next to him is manager of the Social Security Disability Department, attorney Dennis Liotta. Welcome both of you back to the show again tonight. Hi, Shelley. How are you? I'm great. So, Dennis, how are you? Fine, Shelley. How was your weekend? My, it was great. And poor, poor Mike, he's had to endure me for now, what? three four times now or have you been saying please don't put me with her anymore <laughs> I do love do your sense of humor though as we talk there's not, nothing better do not make me do this show again with her all right Social Security disability benefits why is it so important to talk about something like that well you said it to begin with it affects millions of people every year uh, there's a, a statistic that uh, has uh, if you're 20 years old uh, you have almost a one-third, a 30% chance of becoming disabled by the time you reach retirement age. And we're talking about people here who uh, are not able to work, not people who don't want to work, but people who are physically unable to work because of a disability. Now, Dennis, you've had a lot of experience, obviously, in this field. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, I've been, as I mentioned previously, Shelley, I've been with Edgar for, for 23 years. And in the past 13 years, I also, in addition to heading up the Workers' Compensation Department, I also head up the Social Security Disability Department. We have six attorneys who do nothing but handle Social Security Disability. We we have had hundreds of cases in the past, and, and we've had the good fortune that our success rate is well over 90 percent. Well, that's, that's good news then. So tell us about the basics. What are Social Security Disability Benefits? In a nutshell, Social, Secu Social Security Disability Benefits provides monthly benefits for people whose medical condition prevents them from working 12 months or more, or whose medical condition or ailment is expected to last 12 months or more. Now, Mike, what is the difference between Social Security disability benefits and supplemental security income? Well, people often confuse them. One's called SSD, Social Security Disability. The other is called SSI, which is Supplemental Security Income. Uh, there is a difference, though. Uh, both mean that you are disabled, the way Dennis just explained, that you're going to be disabled for over one year or permanently disabled. But the difference between, uh, the difference between SSI and SSD is SSI is a federal program that provides a safety net for people who have not paid into the system. Because if you collect Social Security, if you've paid into the system, just like you pay your Social Security, comes out of your paycheck. And if you have the required number of uh, quarters of payments in, and we're not talking about little silver quarters, we're talking <laughs> about quarters of the year that you've paid in, and uh, you uh, have an appropriate earnings history, and you become totally disabled, you will get the same amount of money that you would get in retirement, only it's accelerated down to your, the date you're found to be disabled. This is 
a right. You've paid into the system. You've been paying for disability insurance from the federal government. If you're found to be totally disabled, then you can get disability payments. That's Social Security disability. Dennis will explain what SSI is. SSI or Supplemental Social Security Income is for people who, as Mike said, who have never worked or people who have worked but don't have enough earning credits to qualify, or people who are unfortunately were only able to earn low income wages. Also it affects people who are children whose disability is 18 years or less. What about diseases or conditions that would entitle people to SSD benefits? Social Security, what they do is they look at the quote-unquote whole body. They look to see if, heavens forbid, you have cancer or diabetes or lupus or MS or epilepsy or any sort of rheumatoid arthritis or neurogenic disorders. Not only do they look at the physical side, Shelley, but they also look at the mental side as well. If you have any PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder or depression or bipolar as well. So they look at not only the physical side, but they look on the mental side as well. And we do have a call for one of you gentlemen. Michael's on the line. Hi, Michael. Hello, how you doing? Good. How are you tonight? You have a question for us? Yes, I do. Uh, I was wondering, how could you be cut off of benefits for the SSI benefits with, because you don't take your medication? Well, Michael, thank you for, for calling us. I know that the lines have been busy, and thank you for being able to get through. One of the ways that you can stop receiving SSI benefits is if you don't continue to treat. And Social Security, just because you're receiving SSI benefits, doesn't mean that there's an automatic guarantee that you're going to receive them for the rest of your life. Social Security has a right to review your case periodically every three to five years, and if they find out that you're not treating or you're not doing what the doctors say, there's a possibility that they could stop your benefits. All right, Dennis, why don't you walk us through the application process itself? The application process, Shelley, is long and confusing. Um, the initial application process itself is well over 30 pages long. We have people in our department who do nothing but help people complete the application process. It, I've heard people say that it can take anywhere from two to three hours to complete. What types of things are they asking in this application they're asking, people need to know about. They're asking the, 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 past, the past relevant work history, how these people worked in the past. They're also looking at the medical records as well, what doctors you have treated with in the past. They're looking at also any vocational, uh, uh, vocational educational background too. Do these people have any high school or college or vo-tech training as well? So do you recommend anybody do this on their own, or do they need some help? No, they, they, they basically need help. They need an advocate on their side, quite frankly. And studies have shown that people who are represented by an attorney have a f high, far, far likelihood of success rate in getting Social Security benefits. L let me bring up one thing, though, that uh, there are uh, companies out there that want to represent people, but they're not lawyers and they'll call themselves advocates. At our firm, you are represented by a lawyer, and a lawyer will attend your hearing with you. Your lawyer will prepare you for your hearing, and your lawyer will advocate for you in person with the judge. So uh, at our firm, you have a lawyer who will be your pit bull uh, in the hearing for you and uh, get you the 
uh, benefits that you're entitled to. That's a great point. Yeah, and as, as a follow-up to what Mike is saying, a lot of people get turned down at the initial application process. Studies have shown that it's over two-thirds who get turned down at the initial application process. And the reason why is because they don't complete the application process, they, they're missing information or not supplying enough information. The uh, government uh, has a way, and the government does this in a lot of their different programs, where they have a tremendous number of applications each year. For instance, they have uh, uh, upwards of almost three million applications. Well, there's limited resources, there's limited uh, staff, so one of the ways to call out or get rid of uh, applications is if you don't fill it out properly, then it gets denied. So uh, oftentimes, uh, it, it, it it will behoove you to hire a lawyer, and our firm will uh, gladly help you uh, apply for uh, benefits. There's different ways. There's a graphic here on how uh, to apply for benefits. Uh, you can uh, call the Social Security Department at uh, toll-free. The number's up here at 800-772-1213. Uh, or you can go to the website for the Social Security Administration. However, our firm will help you. We'll walk you through the process, and we will assist you in filling out the application, and we'll gladly represent you at that stage. So uh, always uh, call us at 1-800-94-EDGAR. I think a lot of you know the number already, but it's up on the graphic anyhow. Yeah, he's always pointing out, yes, so you should probably know that number. So, Dennis, tell us a little bit about how long it takes a decision from Social Security. Well, it's either goes that. it's either goes feast or famine. Mm -hmm. uh, you can either go very sh fast if you get it approved at the initial application, which is also called the H HSS period of time. If you get approved on the initial application, you can get benefits within four to six months. But as I said before, Shelley, majority of the people get turned down at the initial application stage. So you have to go through the whole process. You wait and you wait and you wait some more. It could take anywhere from 12 to 18 months to go from the time of the initial denial to the time you have a hearing to the time you get a judge's decision and, 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 and hopefully you are awarded benefits. However, if we can represent you, we are represent you, representing you during this time period. It takes a while to work through the system, but our firm will uh, gather the appropriate medical records, we'll get the right medical reports, uh, and we will submit them in the proper manner, and then we'll uh, explain them to the administrative law judge in a hearing before a judge. And it is uh, far more advantageous, or it's helpful for you to have a lawyer who's going to sit there and help explain your condition, explain the medical records, and make sure you have the right medical records. Rather, if you do it on your own, you have to rely on the Social Security Administration to get the information for you themselves. Yeah, and as Michael said, we can update your medical records, and we can also prep you so that you go in front of an administrative law judge and you have to give testimony. We know how to uh, present that testimony in front of a judge. Now, what happens if your benefits are denied? If you're denied at the initial application uh, stage, Shelley, you have 60 days to file an appeal, and that's more and that's really important because if you don't file within that 60 days, then you have to start the process all over again and wait another three or four months. So it's very critical that if you are turned down at the initial application stage, that you seek an attorney to appeal that immediately within the 60 days. So you were talking about a lot of waiting, no matter what the process, no matter you which way you go. And wait and wait and wait some more. Yeah, exactly. Mike, can you appeal? on your own or do you need an attorney? You are allowed to appeal on your own. You do not have to have an attorney to represent you through the process. Uh, 
However, the Social Security Administration often uh, sends you for a, an exam with a doctor. They pick the doctor. And uh, you need someone to make sure that you have the right medical information for your site. Someone to make sure your doctor gives the proper report. So do you want to go into a hearing by yourself, not represented, where the doctor is the Social Security Company's doctor? Uh, or do you want to make sure you have a doctor on your side and a lawyer advocating for you? So yes, you can handle uh, a case yourself. But the old saying says, when you represent yourself, you have a fool for a lawyer. Or a fool for a client, Never either way. Maybe about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you wanted to talk a little bit. We were talking during the break about Social Security disability benefits and whether you can receive them just from if you have a disease or what if you have an injury. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. As you know, we're a law firm who represents injured people. And we, in addition to representing injured people, we do have a Social Security department. Uh, but you can. Uh, if you are disabled, you are entitled to Social Security regardless of the reason for your disability, whether it's from a traumatic injury or it's from a, a disease. So uh, Dennis elaborated on the various diseases that can entitle you uh, to Social Security because you're disabled. But if you're in an injury, many of our injured clients, if they're going to be disabled for over a year, we will help them apply for Social Security disability benefits. And when you represent someone who is totally disabled from a traumatic injury, that too can entitle them to Social Security benefits if they have the right earnings history or SSI benefits for those who don't have an earnings history because we, we talked about that briefly, this will go over it again. SSI is the program for people who have not paid enough into the system. Our government doesn't let them become homeless and live on the street. There is a safety net. They get much reduced benefits. The benefits aren't that high. But if you are totally disabled and you don't have the right earnings history, you can apply and we'll help you do that. But the benefits are much lower than if you've paid into the system. And as Mike said, Shelley, we have a lot of people who are not only injured on the job in collecting workers' compensation benefits, but they're also disabled for Social Security purposes as well and are receiving Social Security disability benefits. So often we represent someone in a workers' compensation injury, then if they're hurt uh, as part of that by an, someone, uh, a third party, so to speak, for a defective product, but they're on the job, they have a workers' compensation claim, then for the excess benefits, they can bring a claim against the person who harmed them and then they can also get Social Security benefits. There's no double dipping but oftentimes the losses are so great you really need a combination of all three to become to be made whole. Yeah, and we have cases in which we have actually representing clients on three different types of cases. What happens if Social Security wants to stop your benefits? Social Security, a lot of people are surprised that they feel that once they uh, secure Social Security disability benefits, they could be on these benefits for the rest of your life. And unfortunately, that's not true. Especially you see this in, 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 in cases in which people are receiving benefits and they're young individuals, 20 or 30 years old. Social Security has a right to send you, as Mike was elaborating earlier, what's called the government doctor. And that, that government doctor says, that you are no longer disabled, they can file a petition against you. It's called a cessation of benefits, and we represent uh, people in that regards many a times in which they're trying to stop benefits for them. And that's, that's when you need a lawyer. The government now has come in and wants to cease your benefits, just like Mike called before. 
Mike said that they're threatening his benefits because he went off his medication. Now, I know uh, there's several uh, clients with different types of depression or bipolar disorders. Part of their disorder is they will go off their medication. Oftentimes, it's part of the disease that may cause them to cease their medication. Well, that's a medical condition. So, uh, we never advocate for people who aren't disabled. We don't want to represent people who aren't disabled who are trying to game the system. However, our clients are people who are legitimately disabled, who need legitimate uh, lawyer help to help them through what is a very difficult system for your average person to go through. And that's what we really do well. We help people through these complicated legal systems, be it from an injury case or a workers' compensation case or a Social Security case. Can you get Social Security disability benefits and Pennsylvania's workers' compensation at the same time? Yes, but there's a difference. Although you're receiving Social Security disability benefits, Shelley, it does not affect the amount that you receive in workers' compensation. However, Workers' compensation does affect Social Security disability, and you there would be an offset. So you would not get your maximum amount in Social Security disability until you're no longer receiving workers' compensation benefits. The rules are complicated. It is very difficult to go about it yourself. You need someone who knows the lay of the land to help you through, and that's our law firm. And as as I said before, and as Mikey's elaborated uh, for the last half hour, we do represent a lot of people, and we do good work, and our success rate is well over 90%. And there's a lot of people out there who are living, and as Mike said, these people did not want to become disabled, but through bad fortune or mistakes or whatever, they are now entitled to the benefits that they deserve. They have paid into this system, or people who have never unfortunately have not been able to work but there's a federal safety net for these people to get benefits wonderful information and like you said the process is absolutely so complicated so wait wait and wait some more exactly thank you so much for your help tonight that wraps up yet another episode of no fee tv where legal help is always free thanks again to dennis liotta and mike rosenzweig for navigating us through a complicated topic now if you have more questions you can visit edgarsnyder.com for even more resources including a free ebook for you to download Next Tuesday night on No Fee TV, attorney Edgar Snyder will be here, and he'll be helping us with Lou Feinberg from Bike Pittsburgh, rather. With spring arriving this week, it's a good time to discuss the responsibilities of both drivers and bicyclists. We'll talk about Pennsylvania's passing laws, ways to prevent bicycle accidents, and a whole lot more. Plus, we have a special surprise from our friends at Variety, the children's charity. So until then, thanks for watching, and be safe. Thank you again for tuning in to this edition of No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. If you have a topic you would like us to cover in a future show, please reach out to us at edgarsnyder.com. You can also connect with us on our Facebook page or on Twitter and Google Plus using the hashtag NoFeeTV. See you next week.